Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wrestling It's Trash, a podcast where we actually don't talk trash about wrestling the whole time, even though we throw our bitches, our moans, our complaints, our creative ideas out there to think what we can do to make the wrestling industry from WWE to AEW to New Japan, how we can make it better as a whole. But the best part about it all, none of us have any credibility in the wrestling industry to throw ideas out there. But damn it, you give us that pen, we're going to make it work. Once again, welcome back, everyone. I am your host today, Nick Anaselli. As you noticed, we said it in the last episode that our boy B-Rob, he's slowly transitioning off, and I'm going to try to take this ball and run with it. I know I have very, very big shoes to fill. Literally, Rob's a big guy. Um, so I'm going to do my best to do this. So I figured when I'm doing my first episode, you know, I, I think of home. I think of home when I do wrestling, right? Because I grew up in Rhode Island, as most of you know, who do listen, if you don't, whatever. I am in the military, so my home of records, Rhode Island, but I live in California. So I was thinking, I'm like, yo, who do I want? It's my first one, and I really couldn't think of anyone else. So joining me today on my side over here is my boy Jordan Villela from back home. We've been fan, uh, fans of wrestling for years and friends for years. So, Jordan, just uh, introduce yourself to everyone real quick and tell me real quick how you got into wrestling. What's going on, fellas? I'm Jordan. Uh, also, I go by JV, too. So, if you hear Anacelli call me that, that's, like, kind of my trade name. Um, but, yeah, no, so I got into wrestling around, I think it was fifth grade. And really because, like, that's when everyone's watching it and, like, it's, like, the coolest thing. So, I actually thought it was stupid, like, all of elementary school until my friends were like, you got to watch Raw. And the first Raw, which is crazy that I actually ever watched, was the Trump one where Trump and McMahon signed it. And I watched it because <laughs> I was a big fan of The Apprentice, which kind of like, it's really crazy in hindsight. Um, but yeah, then after that, I just like, I fell in love with it. And obviously, you know, it changes. So like, like my era was that like Ruthless Aggression 07 and I watched it like I watched a lot of that stuff. What happened before? I was a big Cena guy, which I know that's like you know, back in '07. If you were a Cena fan, you were a bum. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I, I kind of like like now it's a little more cool to to like John Cena. Um, but yeah, that was really how I got into it. And you know, you kind of phase out a little more. Like I used to watch every Raw, um, look up all the results for every SmackDown because it was never live. It was never live, so I was like SmackDown would air on. Friday and I look up the results on Tuesday so that's how you knew you really wanted to see what was going on yeah yeah no exactly I agree and it's funny like how you say that because like I was saying to you before we went on there out of like the the group of guys and girl we have occasionally on here um we I'm the young buck of the group so like and I started in like 98 I want to say it was early elementary school from my cousin so I got in during like the Attitude Era, so Rock, mm. Stone Cold were hot, this thing in the world, obviously. Um, so to this day, people talk about the Attitude Era, but it's crazy how just different lifestyles and generations of wrestling fans that are getting into it, because then we all have different hindsight. Like, so when you and I, because even me, there's not a huge age difference between you and I at all. When we were watching that, you know, when our soon-to-be president was on Raw, um, <laughs> and we all thought that turned out, but our president well, that's pretty high, nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was on Raw. We probably thought, and we thought Cena was the coolest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I remember going to SummerSlam 06, playing Edge, wearing my Cena gear. But the boys who I talk to now were probably like, man, screw Cena. Let's yeah, go yeah I hated but, him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but as a kid, I'm like, no, like, Cena's my boy. But like you said, now, Cena's like the man. Like, Everyone money in the it. bank, he got like, that yeah, 
it was really the rock money coming in the bank. back in 12 like that like kind of like like that's how cena was in money in the bank like it was like 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 people were sick of the rock in 2004 when he was with mankind like, like at that very end like they were kind of like yeah. right, screw him he's going to hollywood then you come back and it's like a big nostalgia factor yeah, it's, it's a big thing. We were saying that until the last episode we did was a year-end cap. And we were pretty much just saying, I don't know how much of you see of it. I don't know, like, what you dig into on Twitter. But Twitter wrestling fans are the worst. You, you, oh, they, they always blow. Yeah, they, they hate yeah, everything. to complain about. You know, a lot of wrestling fans are negative. That's why I say what I say. Because we do. We bitch, we moan, we complain. Just, like, perfect example. Everyone for years has been clamoring for a Bobby Lashley-Lesnar match. And then yeah, now it's happening, but now everyone's bitching that it's not at Mania. And it's like, yeah. it's happening, though. Like, it's happening. Yeah, exactly. You are getting it. I mean, that was, I, I, I wish it was at Mania, too. But Me, like, too. Oh, I agree, 100%. You know, and that kind of, I will say this, too. You know, everyone's kind of downplaying. The, the Rumble is the third biggest pay-per-view. So, mm-hmm. like, I was thinking about that, too. It's like, I wanted it to – I wanted Lashley and, uh, and Lesnar at Mania. But, like, technically, if it's not at Mania – what are the other two shows you're going to have it at? SummerSlam and Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble is arguably the second biggest pay-per-view. Like, you know, we, we all say yeah. SummerSlam's the second one. It's gotten a lot bigger now because it's in the football stadiums. But, like, you know, from what I remember, the Royal Rumble was the one that probably gets the highest viewers other than Mania because that's, like, the setup in the Mania. And they mm-hmm. have the Rumble match. Like, everybody knows what the Rumble is. So, like, I would think that's probably the second highest view, page because everyone knows that one. Yeah, I would say definitely that's my second favorite, too, especially, like, I've gone to some of the never been to a Rumble. That's 100%. I've, ne- I yes, I've, I've been to the Rumble. I never went to SummerSlam, and I'm pissed because you said that 06 thing because I was in Boston the year yeah. before I started watching. So I would have finished the big four, even five, because I have money in the bank, if you want to count that one mm-hmm. now. I still got SummerSlam. That's on my bucket list, and you got the Rumble. Yeah. So I've never seen a Survivor Series, but if I never saw it, the way they do Survivor Series now, it's just so bad. You know what I mean? It doesn't bother me, you know, personally. But I think it'd still be cool to go, obviously. I'd go it's to coming anything, to Boston. You know I mean? Actually, we might go this year. I'm pretty sure me and Gabriel, t- if you're in the area, you know, knock it off the list. Yeah. Uh, I would like oh, to yeah. the one, I got one of the worst uh, Survivor Series of all time. I had 13. Which I didn't mind oh, it. Yeah. I I enjoyed it, but it after, like if you look on the list of people who say it, that's the that's the worst one. I think, like like yeah. all those like like Bleach Report list, people hated that one. Yeah, no, but Rumble's definitely on my to do because now they're transitioning the stadiums. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. You know, I think that that makes it feel. And I think kind of the Saudi Arabia shows kind of downplay that, like that that kills the big audience brand a little bit because like they have yeah. those a lot. But when you have SummerSlam, Mania, Royal Rumble, uh, I think Money in the Bank too, right? Money in the Bank's gonna be yeah. In, so Money that's in the, gonna well, be Money in, in the Bank this year, yeah, it's gonna be in Allegiant Stadium as well. Yeah, so like I think that you know it shows that those are your big four, and it shows that the other pay per views are smaller, but you know they always were. And I'm a believer, and I like AEW what they do with the um how they only focus on. The, their big four pay-per-views, but then yep. they have, like, their their mini pay-per-views are actually episodes yep. of AEW. But, you know, that doesn't work with WWE because they have the network. They have to sell subscribers, so they need, like, they need yeah, that. Yeah. They need a monthly it's funny, pay-per-view. It's funny you say that, too, because, so, 
you know, now AEW's on a whole nother role. They killed it in 2021. That's I think they were the best company overall. Yeah, they they hands year. down were. You know, not just because not just because like for people who know me, obviously I'm very open that. You know, I love every company, but I'm a little biased towards WWE. Grew up on it. I'm always. And thinking, I am you know too. I, mean? I don't really. Yeah. Know. Like my flag's planted there, but I'm very open to everything. But with Double or Nothing, which is no one's really decided what AEW's mania either that because that was their first pay per view or All Out, so no one really knows. But Double or Nothing's in Vegas, but so is Money in the Bank. So I've been to a couple Money in the Banks before, just luckily place time. Um, so I think this year I'm going to try to go to Double or Nothing instead, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's I think they're setting something up for Double or Nothing, too, where, like, you're going to get that big Daniel Bryan match with a big – and it's crazy because, like, I'm saying that, and it's like that's because we're WWE guys. We love those – and I like the AEW talent, too. I like Kenny Omega, and I, I think that Hangman Page is pretty cool. But, like, for me, what would draw me to one of those shows – would be seeing like like a big Daniel Bryan moment of him winning AEW title or like like mm-hmm. Punk and and you know I know a lot of people shit on Punk but like he's a draw for me. I want to go see. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching that much or seen, but uh, so Taz's sons in the company Hook. And oh, uh, that's it. That's his son. Yeah, that's his son, and uh, so I'm a huge Hook fan. He's got a kind of I think he's got a badass theme. It's like a rap song, and he's just I don't know. He's just chill. Like look, if you literally just Google. I uh, mean, YouTube, AEW Hook, it'll show his debut match, like the whole match because he's squashed yeah. him that quick. But it's nuts. Like, he's just so over. It's insane. And he's only fighting on Rampage. He hasn't fought on Dynamite yet. Some guys just get that. Like, you know, and that, you get that with a lot of the big guys. But, like, some guys just, like, they're just over. Like, it's like they show up and, like, like it was like Ryback. Like, and, you know, everyone hates Ryback now. But, like, he just showed up and destroyed and people loved him for that. Like, sick. You just, you know, it's, it's what you do after that. But. AEW's been good. They like they know what to do with talent who are new, and they know how to build guys. So uh, yeah, no, I'll yeah. have to take a look at it. Yeah, and we we I think we kind of talked about it, but in my opinion, Tony Khan, he's like his best. He's the best person, but the worst person. The reason I say best is because he's a fan. He's a true fan yeah. of wrestling. So he lets these guys and girls go out and do their thing. Because even this year, their women's divisions transformed like crazy. Britt Baker's doing great. Thunder Rose is doing good. Jay Cargill just won that TBF title. She's still a little green, yeah. but she's she's going to be good. Like, she's going to be. Now they got Ruby Soho there, you know, but then it's bad because you see the things he posts on Twitter that people think are controversial with, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but the bring up the race thing, and he kind of took offense to that. And, you know, maybe he's just passionate because he's a fan. I'm not going to rag on the dude because he, he entertains me every week. So I ain't going to roast the guy. You he's know, like that, a, me, yeah. That's not my place either. He's like a millennial McMahon. And I don't know if he's a millennial. He's probably older than that. But, like, he's like – like, that's probably what Vince would be like, like, if he was younger and was on Twitter. I know he has a Twitter account, but, like – I, you know, I, I like <laughs> I like Tony – I think Tony Khan does a good job. I think he's entertaining. Um, I feel like they're going to get to a point where – because he's kind of building his own character where he's going to become a character on the show, which I don't think I would want because like, I don't want them to ever like the authority figure kind of has gone. So, and you know, you're never going to lose it. It's always going to be there, but I kind of like how Tony Khan's like hands off. Like he's not a focal point of the show, but I feel Mm -hmm. like he's building himself so much on Twitter. Like where, like just like Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes kind of wasn't a focal point of the show. Like he was, but like, 
you know, like, but now that everyone knows his power role and like, once he starts winning matches, like you just naturally turn to a heel when you're in that position. There are only yeah. a few guys who can be authority figures like Teddy Long and like, like William, like they can do Bishop. it. And they, they can, but they can be, Bischoff was a heel. Like, like those guys are guys who could do it and like stay pretty partial and like fair. Mm-hmm. Cause like, they're just so good at it. So like, I don't think AEW needs an authority figure, but you know, no. we don't know what history will show. But AEW is going to get more signings now because I don't know if you saw this week, William Regal, they let Regal go. So they pretty much let everyone go who was under Triple H's NXT. They like, hated like, NXT, they go, yeah. Yeah, they let go They let go of Road Dog. They let go of Samoa Joe. I don't know if you saw that. No, none of us talked about it. I saw, I saw that, yeah. So you got to think, like, because Billy Gunn's over in AEW. Yeah, you know, and like you know the it, three it's... the three of them alone can bring a lot to backstage, but also Joe can obviously still be on character. Joe's a badass, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it sucks too because like and you know, you, you knew that they weren't a fan of Triple H's NXT because and you know, some of them had the success, but all of those guys pretty much took were not booked in the same way that they were booked when they showed up. Like, like, so, like, even, like, you don't have to dislike, it's not like they disliked the talent who got brought up, but they didn't like what they were doing with them in NXT, and they were like, all right, we're, like, 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 especially Finn Balor, like, Finn Balor is a perfect example. They enjoyed the demon, they brought the demon, and that was, like, the only thing Finn Balor was. Like, no one really knew what, like, Finn Balor was. They were just a fan of the demon. It got old. They wrote into NXT, and he did great. Like, that was probably the best Finn Balor you had, like, that 2019 Finn Balor who held the NXT title, like, the one who went back to NXT. And as soon as he went back to WWE, like, they didn't – like, they went back to what did what failed. Yeah, and it's just – you know, the biggest reason is because they lost the ratings war with Dynamite, which you had to expect. Dynamite's a great show. They have great talent there. They're in big stadiums. You know what I mean? And it's on an easier, like, I learned this from one guy, you know, like, I guess more people have more access to the TNT or USA. I really don't get into that shit because I could really give a fuck. But, I don't really, um, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, but I like, the average consumer yeah. has them all, I would say. Yeah, exactly, yeah, but it's like, why get mad that they, they lost, like, way more mainstream people? AEW just had the better show, too. Don't get me wrong, NXT was putting on some great matches, you know, when Triple H was there, some great matches in character. But we'll see. You know, they're they're very committed to this uh, two point oh. You know, thing. yeah, and I I would have loved to see like like I think and you know obviously, uh, me me personally, my dream was to see Triple H like eventually because t- I think Triple H is the most qualified. That's most likely not going to happen with how things like I I see WWE selling before giving yeah. power to any of the other McMahons. But like, I think Triple H. If I'm him. I like after seeing the success of NXT, people wanting to see it, and now that the brand is dead, I try to make my own wrestling company. He could like, I think if anyone other than Tony Khan has the ability to go up against WWE, it's probably him. I just don't think he would ever do that, obviously, because you know they're they're he's married to the daughter of the the CEO. Yeah, I think his final breaking point with WWE will be if they let Shawn Michaels go from NXT. I don't think they will, and, and they might. Yeah. Who knows? You know, everything's super unpredictable. But I think if you let him go, like that's HBK. It's not like Road Dog or William Regal, who really aren't like 
we know them, but nobody else knows those guys. Like, like, like in the yeah, they're they're world. great like, behind the scenes. They're great behind it. Like, they're 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 these incredible players. But it'd be like WWE saying, like, hey, like The Rock, like, like piss off. But and everyone would get mad. Like the world would get mad at that. Like Shawn Michaels is Rick Flair. Like that's a perfect example. They let go of Rick Flair. And for reasons that we don't know, but like, and everyone, like people got pissed who weren't even fans of the company, like just like old fans from the 2000s and the 90s. Were like, oh, that's How do you fire Ric Flair? So I just, yeah. I don't which, see it. Yeah, which, yeah, was, that's my, one of my bold predictions is I think Charlotte's going to end up in AEW in the next year or two because she's going to do everything in WWE. She's already done it all unless she really wants to be her dad's record. They won't ever release her, I don't think, unless she does some shit, but her her fiance whatever she yeah, she, over there. she has to get out of her contract like she has to finish i don't know what her contract is but she would need because i don't think they can let her go like no. they like I, if she demanded a release they would tell her to like to piss off yes yeah, but she's going to entertain offers from aew for sure and i think it'd be great i think it'd be the best thing for her if she went there because She's at that point, kind of like a Cena now, where everyone's just sick of her. She has the title. She's always in the main event, and she's great in her matches. Don't get me wrong, but it's like yeah, right, kind of you know, like enough's enough. But they did her way too quick. She won like twelve or thirteen titles in like yeah. three years. Like it took I think Cena it bro- at least a minute. <laughs> yeah, it took Cena. Well, Cena had a long reign too, Charlotte. Like that's the thing what sucks with the women's, and they're finally getting over that. But for a while, the woman's title was just a hot potato. It was like they didn't know what to do. Like they wanted all of those girls to win it. So they were like, all right, Charlotte's going to win it. Sasha Banks going to win it on Raw. But Charlotte's going to win it back. Oh, let's throw mm-hmm. a Becky Lynch reign in there. I guess that was a SmackDown title and Becky won it. Um, but going back to what you just said, that brings an interesting era of wrestling that I think we're about to see. That like we're we're not there yet because AEW those guys are all under contract WWE those guys are under contract but you're about to see an era where just like in sports I think where you notice like athletes have a lot more clout like to be able to say where they want to go like LeBron like perfect example like they can yeah. pick where they want to go and they could start these bidding wars um, like I think that's gonna start happening and they're kind of like toying it with the MJF shit. Like where yeah, they're like, oh, like I want to, like, that. but that's gonna be a real thing. Like that's gonna be where like a lot of those guys are. They're gonna have a month left on their contract, and the shows are gonna probably be like, let's capitalize on this. Let's use other shows to promote our guy, like to be like, oh, all right, like you, like 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 let's say like maybe I'll go to that show, but like we're gonna know we're gonna sign him in the end, or you know the the wrestler themselves is probably just gonna like go off on Twitter and like talk about like build their brand by saying, I want to go somewhere else or like, how are you like, they're going to get their money. And I think that's yeah, a good thing I'm, for the rest. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge MGF fan. He won me over a lot this year, especially, I don't know if you saw it was towards the end of last year. That's like 20 minute promo battle. He, he had with punk. Like that was great. Yeah. The one on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. I think it was around there. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I, I think he's the Man. best. Like I think he's the best character on the show. Like to be honest, like that they've created, because a lot of their guys they didn't like. You know, like Kenny Omega, they didn't really create. Him, which you can't fault them for that. They're a new company. They're not gonna, you know, it's not like they're gonna show up with all brand new guys. But like yeah. MJF, I think is the most recognizable name on that show. That's AEW bred. Yeah, I would say because Kenny Omega had a huge name with New Japan. And yeah, all he's that. not in no, AEW. Yeah, yeah, and Tony, now he is. Tony, but... Yeah, because like MJF, I think 
unless it's Brian Danielson or Punk, but they're new. But I think so. I don't know if you ever heard in an interview Tony Conte going into it, he already knew his first like four or five champions, who he knew they were going to be. And Hangman's the last one. So from here on out, this is all creative. And that so makes I think sense. Cause, I think yeah. if Punk and them never came around, that would have been MJF. And I hope it still can be, to be honest. Um, you know what I mean? Because that'd be insane. I, I don't know. I'm a huge MJF guy. You know? But I definitely I see Brian winning it before Punk. Because Brian's having some banger matches over there. Brian's also, it's tough. You know, and, and Punk's being very cordial. Um, uh, Punk could have been an asshole and could have came back and been like, "I'm I'm only signing if you put the title on me," because a lot that's yeah. what a lot of guys do. He could have been a Hogan, but he definitely wants to. <laughs> Brian came from the WrestleMania main event, so that's like if you in my and you know obviously there are some guys who are better than the main event, like like for you know go, talking about CM Punk. CM Punk was at the top of the game in wrestling and never main evented in at WrestleMania 29. And, and, you know, I, I was happy about that at the time because I wanted to see – I was at that WrestleMania. I wanted to see Cena beat The Rock. Um, but if you look at – like, if you can't sign Daniel Bryan, who just main evented WrestleMania, and not promise him something big. Like, mm-hmm. Punk, you just kind of sign him and be like, hey, we're going to get you to fall in love with this again. Daniel Bryan, when you sign him, you have to be like, hey, like, you main event at WrestleMania and that didn't satisfy you. We're going to, we, if you come with us, we're going to figure out a way to satisfy you. And I think for him, that would be some sort of a title reign where he could do his, because he's, I mean, other than the eco title thing, he's never had free reign with it. Like there's always been a lot of hands-on stuff with his title. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I definitely think that, I think they're letting him wrestle. Like WWE still has kind of handcuffs on him because of his prior injuries. Big thing, I don't know if you remember, uh, Brian really wanted to work with New Japan. And obviously with AEW, you're a 1,000% able to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? they might ship him there so, at some point. Yeah, I think he'll be – I'm not a huge New Japan guy. I'll watch, like, the big ones. It, yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, like, when they do their G1 Climax tournament or whatever, I think, yeah, yeah. They, uh, he'll probably I, – I wouldn't be surprised to see him. In or like a like wrestle – oh, the Wrestle Kingdom is like around <laughs> Yeah, Wrestle time, Kingdom right? Yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's already yeah. on. Night 3 was last night. So oh, yeah. Too oh, soon so for like that. Night. Yeah, maybe next year. But uh, I just think that – but because I had my two wrestlers of the year last year, I had were Brian and Roman. Roman, because obviously we don't, we don't even need to say it. Roman had a great year. I would year. give it a Roman, WWE. Uh, that's tough. I mean, I guess Brian, like AEW – because he was a main event, and then he had one of the biggest moments. Although I think the Punk return was bigger than Brian's, just because of you yeah, know, the, for the sure. gravitas. But uh, yeah, but no, I, mean, I would I say overall I... AEW was definitely Kenny Omega because he was champion. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He he, yeah, he, he, he did it. well with Impact too. Like he was doing like he put the work in. Um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I would say the, the work in. I would say wrestler of the year is probably and you know. Maybe it's my biased WWE opinion, but I would have to give it a Roman just because he kind of was the only thing WWE had going for a lot of that time. And mm-hmm. again, that, I guess you can't fault a like just because AEW had more entertainment than WWE. I guess like I, that, that kind of like makes yeah. my opinion more biased. But like I, you know, Roman kind of carried. A brand SmackDown, which w- was a dead brand for a little bit. I know, obviously, the Fox deal brought it back, but he made SmackDown the, the best sh- 
one of the best re- the best WWE show. Yeah, him which is and crazy because who would have thought that? Yeah, and so yeah, Sasha did good, Bianca Belair, but they all they went to to Raw. Yeah, like Roman's been yeah. the, he's been steady. He's been the most consistent. Well, you know what it is. I always say one thing I love about AEW is Tony Khan lets them people be them. So like he probably throws in, hey, I kind of want you to say something like this or that. But overall, yeah. I probably I probably say seventy five, eighty percent of that is like them. Like it's probably ran by him, and he's like, yeah, yeah that sounds good. Go with it. Instead of like more scripture, because you get perfect example of WWE. There are certain people they let do their thing. An example, Bray Wyatt. When he was the fiend, he had a lot of control. But now the best example is Brock and Roman. They feuded yeah. forever, and everyone was so sick of it. But now you got Roman, this whole head of the table, tribal chief, Brock's a farmer, and doing his thing. And it's like, but it's insane. Like, the other night, what won me over on SmackDown was, now that Heyman's back with Lesnar, but who knows, you might turn on him. You never know. Uh, when they came out, I was like, well, we're going to get back to just Heyman talking. And Brock, yeah, no, they, and then Brock stopped them and talked. I'm and so Brock... happy that they didn't do that. One and two, and I, I'll let you finish because I, I know you were probably gonna say the same thing. I'm saying I think this is the best Brock Lesnar. Like I'm actually looking yeah. like when Brock Lesnar would win a title, I, I, I'm expecting, and we'll go into like Royal Rumble stuff, but like I'm expecting Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns to have their feud. I don't know who's going to win that, but I don't know who's going to win that because I actually would like I would expect Brock maybe to stick around because he really is showing that he's more of a wrestler than just a guy who's there to get paid, which I think that's awesome. Yeah, well, if you look back at his early career, like when he was on his own, he was doing great stuff. Like Brock can be a great character when he did the mariachi band with Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, Even like the dumb little thing like in twenty nineteen when he won Money in the Bank and it was the Brock yeah. party. And he's yeah, like when he's invested, like this is insane. I read this on Twitter the other day. So far this week alone, he was at a pay-per-view Saturday, he was at Raw Monday, and then he was at SmackDown Friday. And now they're building to Bobby and him. So he's gonna be on Raw for yeah. the foreseeable ball, at least to Rumble. Maybe him and Roman might not he might not be hopping shows. But I think I think it's just with wrestling in general, when you're you as a individual are invested, you're going to be wanting to do more, you know, like Brock's taking photos with fans, like he's doing all this, you know, and I, we keep saying it, I don't think anyone wants title versus title, only because like, like give Bobby the strap, or if not, like, because Drew's hurt now, so I don't know if he's going to be around for Mania. I heard about that. Yeah, but like, Brock Lesnar is so made that he can drop it to Bobby, and it's believable from Bobby's just background, not just wrestling. But look at the rampage he's just been on in 2021. Like, you know what I mean? It, yeah, and Brock is really, like, he's in the same class to me as a Randy Orton. Where Randy Orton, you can, when Randy Orton's enjoying his job, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. When he like has right now, no interest. Bro. Yeah, like, he's, like, he truly loves what, like, he loved, like, he actually has probably been one of the most impressive pandemic stars. Like, from yeah. when the pandemic started, because he was doing good before it, like, because the whole edge, like, they had that whole edge Beth Phoenix thing going on where he, he beat up Beth Phoenix or whatever, he RKO'd her. And he said in an interview that, like, once he started working on his promos, he became more passionate. But, like, if you look, he was in a lot of positions, like, the like Bray Wyatt feud in 17 like he could have cared less about that and like that's how you knew like like nobody cared about that title and it kind of like 
at the time I was excited, you know, I was excited to see Bray Wyatt like fight Orton, but like, you know, it was one of the worst matches on the card and one of the least hyped up matches where the worms in the ring. Yeah, that was just, that graphic. pissed me off too because like that you had every opportunity to do Cena had won the title at the Rumble. You should have did Cena and Taker, and that would have probably would have been one of like that would have been the you could have ended Undertaker's career there, and it would have actually stuck because at the time I don't think Roman was ready to do that. I think Cena could have done they they could have put on their perfect match with how broken Taker was, and it would have worked. I think that Roman, mm-hmm. they put too much pressure on him because he was still, you know, he was young and he was really hated at the time. I think yeah. if you did Roman and Taker now, Roman could carry that feud, carry a, a 50-something-year-old Undertaker and get a good match out of it because he's ready now and he's great yeah. now. But in 17, he was just, you know, he there was too much pressure on him. Yeah, and it's going back to the Brock thing, like, it's not because you – Obviously, when Brock's not around, he's not a social media guy. You rarely see photos of him surface the internet. But there was that butching thing where he had the the beard and the man bun, and I was like, "All right, well, if he comes back, he's gonna shave." He's gonna shave, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, and when he came on at SummerSlam like that, like I remember me and my boy were like, "What? Like he kept this? Like what?" And I was and pissed then it got a great reaction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was actually, pissed, but then I like, like I got, uh, no, in, in hindsight, I I actually like it because it's like. I thought it was like great. Brock's back, same thing. Probably that gonna fight just, Roman at Mania. Opinion, my my opinion that was just a rebuttal for the Punk return. I really think all of that I happened think it was. within a week when it got to the point where AEW is about to do this huge thing and bring CM Punk in, which I don't care what anyone says. Rampage, which doesn't do great, whatever. That's gonna be huge. Like I'm a yeah, huge CM Punk fan. You know, what I mean, seven years to. Like, even till this day, that, that was the highlight of the weekend. Like, SummerSlam was a, a good show. Yeah, and, the, the punk you know, thing was what... Punk, I yeah. bought and a punk shirt that day. So, like, I mean, I, like that was, like, that yeah, was the like, biggest you know thing. What I mean? And, you know, I think that the issue was, too, they didn't know... Like, they had their big return with Cena, but there was no payoff to that. Like, it's like, when The Rock came back in 12, and, you know, a lot different. That was a lot bigger than the Cena return in 19, because there was, you know... But, like... The payoff was, you know what? The Rock's just not going to come back. He's going to come back. He's going to win main event of WrestleMania in his hometown. With Cena, it was like, congratulations, we have John Cena back. But we have him back for a month. He's not going to win the title. And everything's going to be the same after that. It's just another notch in Roman Reigns' belt. So, like, I believe what you said. I think that they were like, what the hell do we do? Let's go get someone who could be a big threat to this guy's title. And really, the only guy you got is Brock. You know, and it's crazy just with, like, wrestling in general. Sometimes when you have someone around too much, it just kills it. Like, Brock was around forever doing his same stint. He takes a year and a half off, he's over. Punk takes seven years off, right? And Punk was pretty much, WWE had him down, not in a good way. He was very over, but he was continuously on TV for years, right? It probably would have got to the point where people would have got sick of him too. Yeah, Roman, and he you know, was his brand was getting diminished, and he knew like, he admits it. Like his brand was getting diminished. He was just fighting like mid card guys who they were trying to make main events, but yeah, that formula doesn't always work. Yeah, and then Roman takes time off because of COVID. You know, he does. He's a sick dude naturally. He comes back. He's this new thing. You know, friggin' like. Dasha Banks takes time off. She comes back. She's on a whole nother level. Like, Becky comes back now. She's on a whole nother level. Like, it's just sometimes you just need 
time. <laughs> yeah, and I, but, I'm a firm believer in an off season, in my opinion. And you know, yeah, I, it's never going to happen. <laughs> never. But I think if you end me, I think you do the Raw after Mania or the, what SmackDown after Mania now is the final show, and then Money in the Bank in July is your season kickoff. Or yep. summer, or maybe you throw money in the bank in like the middle of the year instead, and you make SummerSlam your kickoff. Uh, I guess yeah. you you know you need the whole summer because the kids probably are going to buy tickets. But I think even just taking two three months off would probably bring a lot of like. Or even like, if they did it towards the end of the year, because they lose a lot of competition because of football. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I guess that's that- true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the Patriots have a big Sunday night game, that's going to be on the TV, and I'll watch whatever on my phone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll yeah, watch even if, it's a, right. even if it was AEW that's staying on the phone. Like, it doesn't matter what company. Like, I'm going to watch my team on TV because they're not around as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, realistically, the best around, off so. season would be September to December, and then you pick up. With it's the just, again, SummerSlam is like a weird season. To me, WrestleMania is a series finale. Like, but I, I think, yeah, from a logistics standpoint, you bend the knee to NFL, and you're like, "All right, you know what? You guys take it because yeah, you know well, they're you taking know your Monday ratings." Well, it's crazy because we're approaching the. I think wrestling's at its best from now till September, because between both companies, you have WWE's got the road to Mania, then AEW has their just little mini pay per views, then the pay per views they have, then they have their All Out. WWE has SummerSlam, so they're going to be keeping an eye on each other. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, gonna, and, you know, yeah. And I like that, but I don't know if you saw, I read it actually yesterday, that WWE and AEW have a working relationship now. So I didn't the, see that. Well, the, well, the, I the, know the they, best, well, the best example is Jericho was on the Stone Cold thing. And I, did you watch oh, that? I did watch that. I, I was so actually, Jericho I, was, was, I was doing an overnight shift that night, so, like, it was yeah. like I was working while watching, listening to it, but. But yeah, it was, it was very Jericho was very open. Like Stone Cold was like, "Hey, I want to have Jericho on the show," and McMahon was like, "Go ahead." And Stone Cold emphasized that he was dudes and like, "You sure I can have?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think it's a great idea." And obviously Jericho had to run that by Tony Khan. He said, "Yeah," but then I read, I think it's more for like documentaries. That's what I was like going to just but, say. Yeah, Laurenitis and Tony Khan, but you you start somewhere. Well, I was watching, I don't even know what it was. I had something on the network on, like, just in the background. And, like, it was it was something that was, oh, it was after day one. There was a, some sort of document. It was a ruthless aggression. That's what it was. The ruthless aggression, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know when this part two aired. I'm pretty sure, again, I don't really know. Let's say it's new. Oh, like it, it, Christian, came out, it came out in November. Because I remember, I was, I was Yeah, so, perfect. Yeah, so Christian was on that. They need a working relationship now because all of those guys are in a different company, especially with all these roster cuts. And I think that the idea is, you know what? We don't have to pay people to be on these legends contracts anymore. Like, why the hell would I pay Mark Henry just to show up on Raw every, like, once every year, like, just to, like, show up and be in the background and, like, they do his thing. Like, when AEW can pay him, and we'll just bring them back when we want to for, like, a documentary. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, eventually they're going to start doing documentaries probably about the old NXT. You're going to need yeah. Adam Cole there. You know what I mean? Like you're Yeah, gonna need... Adam Cole was one of the ones who was on it, too. And it's just yeah, and a it's... former NXT superstar. Yeah, and it's like there's nothing wrong with bringing people back. I don't know. I think, like, so this, I think 
if WWE opens its door, like the fact they have Mickey James, like you can look at it negatively, right? That they have no women because they cut everyone or whatever, which is true. Like, granted, they bring back legends every year. I think they're bringing back like nine or ten. I think, like, because I counted it, I think after the announcement, there's only 11 spots left. But there's a triple threat on Raw to see who fights Becky. So those two are probably going to be in it. Then you're going to have your NXTs. Then naturally, some of the people you didn't say, like Charlotte's even in the Rumble because they probably don't have enough. But you got to look at, I think, you got to look at the positive. Like, yeah, they're bringing Mickey James in. She retained her title last night. So she's going to bring that to the Rumble. Like, it's a start. You know what I mean? And if, if WWE does this, and it's great. But you have to thank AEW for that because they opened that door. You know, with having... Kenny go on their show and not many of their guys going to AEW but still their title was defended on main TV you know what I mean yeah and I was gonna say that too that um I think when it comes time to um like you have like Mickey James coming I don't know if she'll bring the title because it's the rumble so like it's tough to bring a belt to that match um yeah because you just run down the ring but yeah you kind of just run down did. I think it'd be cool too, but I, I you know, it's funny because when you texted me about this and you said, oh, let's talk about the Rumble, the first thing I was going to say, like, that was on my mind, I think you contact, and I didn't think TNA, but I was like, I think you contact AEW and you say, hey, we want to make a trade for one pay-per-view. And, and again, I don't follow AEW as well. I know they have their type of Royal, what is it, that, like, casino thing? Uh, so it's that, at so all the out. casino, Not the all casino out, uh, battle all royale thing. Yeah, it's, I think I've never watched it it's usually on the buy-in, to be honest. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I usually live stream it from a site. But um, I think that's more of like everyone's in the ring at once, I think. I could be wrong. I don't want to discredit it. There's but. some sort of stipulate. But regardless, yeah. let's call that their Royal Rumble. It's at double, uh, double or nothing, <laughs> not all of them. Um, I think if I'm WWE, especially now that I don't have any legends, I have nobody on my show because I, I cut them all. I go to AEW and I say, hey. And they, they might be doing this right now because clearly the Mickey James thing showed that they're talking to other companies. But I say, hey, we want – I know you won't get CM Punk, but we want – let's say Jericho because Jericho is the guy who loves yeah. WWE. Even though he is a AEW guy, he still loves WWE. He's still friends with McMahon. He would be more than willing to show up if anybody – because a lot of those guys are probably anti-WWE and they don't want anything to do with that company. You get Jericho, you say, we'll, we want Jericho just for the Rumble. He'll be a surprise entrance. And in return, we'll give you AJ Styles. And I think that that's the best guy to give them. You yeah, know, you could, the I don't think you give him Roman. Or, or a Kevin Owens. Or Orton. Orton would be cool. I, I, th- I don't think they want those guys, though. Not that they don't want Randy Orton, but I think, like you said, like Kevin Owens – AJ Styles, like those kind of indie guys who were like yeah. big, like like they weren't WWE guys until they became WWE guys. You put them in like that big match, or you put them in some sort of tag match. In my yeah. opinion, I thought it would have been cool to go even further and say, "All right, not just the Rumble, but like I thought like, and I think this is too ambitious." But you say, "Hey, we want CM Punk or Daniel Bryan for uh, five Raws." set up a feud and do an AEW versus WWE match against one of our random guys. Like, let's say like we want to do CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. We bring back Punk for five Raws and then we have a main event at WrestleMania. Not main event, sorry. Not main event. Have a, just a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, or even we'll a normal pay- pay-per-view. 
Yeah, and he'll get that WWE pay, or he'll get that WrestleMania paycheck. And in return, we'll give you Seth Rollins for oh, or something. five down, Dynamites, and then he'll, like, you can have an interpromotional match. Because yeah. they used to always have that for Raw and SmackDown. They would have their interpromote, like, interbrand, brand versus brand matchup. I think you could be able to do that. I think it's a little too ambitious now, but yeah, maybe and, down and the it line. Could work out, and it could work out for everyone because it's like, hey, like, granted, maybe storyline, but you could even make it if you did something like that. Well, hey, when your guy comes to us, like, our guy's going to win. And when our guy goes to you, like, your guy will win. So your product gets over. Unless you want to do whatever. But, like, you mentioned, like, the whole bringing dudes back to the Rumble. If I'm WWE and AEW, if you want to make money out of all of this, there's only one guy you got to bring in. It's MJF. Yeah, that would... I think from a storyline standpoint, that would make the most That'd sense. Be the the only, he's he's the only, on AEW openly talking about the great bidding war of 2024. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, like, that's what I you love. You couldn't about bring it. Punk back because he just shit on WWE, and he always shits on WWE. Like, yeah, that's they do like that one a of his too big... much, in my opinion. It's always great. I, I don't like that. Yeah, but they do it a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't – yeah, I, I think that – Um, I agree. I think MJF is, makes the most sense. Um, The only thing that stinks is that – I think you have to do a guy like Jericho first because MJF is technically a guy who, if I'm not watching WWE, if I'm not a WWE fan, I don't know who, I mean, if I am a WWE fan, sorry, if I'm, I'm only WWE, I don't know AEW exists, which is a rare group of people, but somewhere they exist. If MJF walks on the TV, I'm like, who the hell is this guy and why do they know him? If I'm a guy from the 90s or 2000s, I haven't watched wrestling in five years. I only watched the Rumble. And Jericho shows up. I'm like, holy shit, that's Jericho. Where the hell's he been all this time? And, like, to me, it's a big... And it advertises AEW, too. Like, you would have them show up with an AEW t-shirt on. But I think it advertises... Like, like you kind of need to bring in a guy who's a WWE guy. Just like I believe that if you bring a guy to AEW, you need a guy who is, like an indie guy or like uh impact like like That's kevin owens who, like you need the perfect yeah the puzzle piece and i think mjf fits the WWE puzzle piece just realistically who the hell knows who he is unless you're like us who watch all these promotions i don't think those fans exist as much as we all want them think we do i think there's a lot of them and i think they're probably the majority but you still have to appeal to like that public crowd yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I think that'd be great. You know, obviously very ambitious, something I don't think that can happen anytime soon, but I guess you never know. You really don't. Like, I would not. Granted, even though I know they're hurting for women, they could have went yeah. to a lot of other people besides Mickey James, which I think it's good. But, you know what I mean? Like, they announced later, but there's zillions of others, or they could have just made that one more random main roster girl, one more random NXT, but, you know, they did that. You know, like, that's where I try to look at the positive. They kind of let Mickey go dirty because of the Mark Carano thing. He was just kind of a scumbag and, like, mailed her shit in a garbage bag, like, literally. But, uh, yeah, so he's just yeah, kind that... of like a piece of shit. They did her dirty, especially for – she's obviously going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Um, You know, it's just – but they didn't have to do that. Like, that's why I try to – that's how I try to look at it. Like, they don't have to – just like AEW. They didn't have to work with Impact and New Japan. They want to, you know. So you give them that credit for doing what they're doing. Yeah, and I think that's going to just help the product. And I think especially the Rumble, because the Rumble, to me, has died down a little with these NXT people. And I know that sounds shitty, but, like, to me, like, 
what they were starting to do was they were making returns like, like instead of getting rid of a guy like let's say um like let's say you had like five return spots and instead of having these secret cool entrances you would have NXT guys show up which i thought was cool for like if you did it for one of the rumbles but they started making it like all right every single return spot is going to be a guy who is a developmental guy from NXT who technically should be a, a main event guy on a raw or not main event but like should have a raw roster spot they were like trying to use them as like hype for the rumble like oh that's our surprise entrance i want to see like someone i haven't seen in a while as my surprise entrant not someone who i could just turn the tv on and walk and, and haven't seen on wwe tv like i said obviously yeah like, I, I could see that like you know like i don't like when they do the randoms like the random mid carter in nxt but like when alistair black was big and over in nxt he was there johnny gargano like i yeah. like that but when i like, like that too the random like the random guy or girl in there and it's like ah well you could have gave that to someone else yeah, and to me, too, you know, what kind of gets me mad about that is, like, you know, you see these guys are over, Alistair Black, or, and, you know, Alistair Black ended up going to the main roster, but, like, Johnny Gargano, like, like you see they're over, isn't it time, like, I know NXT isn't developmental anymore, it's not, like, it, it's it's supposed well, to be the I, third, I would, it's say, a, I would say now it is, now it's, now it, 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 that, they kind of went back to that, and they're kind of, but, like, if I'm WWE, and I'm building, I don't want NXT to be better than Raw and SmackDown. I do want it to be my, here's a taste of what's coming to Raw and SmackDown. And I think, like, that's why, like, I, I kind of didn't like when NXT was really good. And I know that sounds really dumb, but in my opinion, it's like, why isn't this SmackDown? Because you have these guys who are under WWE contract. They're all WWE writers, technically, under Triple H. Why isn't this our main like why why is this show that's so good not a main show and yeah me, i just like, like because oh no sorry go oh no, no 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 yeah i'm just saying to me like i think it's awesome that you have a different product but like you have raw and smackdown that were very watered down at the time when nxt was thriving shouldn't you say hey let's keep nxt as developmental as it is and move this like everything from nxt to smackdown and make smackdown which is our brand that everyone knows. Let's make that this show so everyone can see these guys and then let the WWE people do whatever they want to do on Raw because that's obviously their baby and, you know, just, just give it a SmackDown. That, that's why at the time I was always mad that when NXT would be thriving, I would be like, I, I was glad it was thriving. I, I thought it was entertaining, but I was like, why the hell isn't this on main TV? Yeah, I just think the main reason of that is Triple H is great and Vince sucks. Like the per the most recent perfect examples are Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. I say Karrion Cross more personally because he definitely fits Vince's mold more. A big jacked, like in great shape dude. Like looks good, everything. But he was killing it in NXT. He had that sick entrance with Scarlet. And then, you know, they he won the title. He was just on a roll. He dropped the title to Keith uh oh no, Keith Lee dropped the title to him, sorry. But still even Keith Lee. He was huge. He was on a roll. He had that big rumble spot with Lesnar. And then all of a sudden, like, now he's Bearcat Lee and he's all this. And then Karrion Cross mm -hmm. comes out in this awful-ass Spartan outfit. And it's like, bro, like, Vince, if Vince doesn't make it, he doesn't like it. That's why you see the dudes like Roman go over a lot. 
Like even little things like Liv Morgan is always kind of around because like that. Like yeah. Bianca Bell. They're, granted, they're all talented. Like, they love Braun Breaker, that guy. Yeah, like because they made him. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's doing great though. He is. But like if the only one he never made that they kind of let do with his thing, I would say it's Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens had a pretty big profile coming Kevin in. Kevin Owens, yeah, um, he did. Yeah, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. AJ Styles, you know, they let him do AJ, it. He really look, is look, the look exception. At, yeah. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura, great. He had a great match with AJ Styles at New uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Then they had that one at yeah. Mania, and it was ice. Yeah, and that probably wasn't I, I, them. That probably wasn't. It wasn't their fault. You know what I mean? So Vince is like his own and his. Well, his. Hey, he's his worst enemy, and the people that work for him are because they probably don't want to say no to Vince McMahon because obviously he'll let you go like that. You know? Yeah, and I'm not. So yeah, like, well, I need a job. That's a great idea. I think you should make Karrion Cross dress up as Michelin Man. Yeah, and going back to what you said, to me, what kind of made me lose a lot of my like, I, I always put McMahon at the. I was always like McMahon, you know, and he, you know, he's wrong, but like he's a smarter guy than me when it comes to this. I'm just a guy like, like you said right at the beginning of the podcast, like what credibility do we have? We're literally just two yeah. guys from Rhode Island who just watch wrestling as kids. Um, the Keith Lee thing, it's kind of the opposite of what you said. You said cross for me. Keith Lee, who I, I didn't really know much about him. I saw him at that Survivor Series because I, I like NXT, like kind of like I fade in and out of. But I saw him at Survivor Series. I was like, this guy's the best. Like, he's so over. And like, it's hard to get, it's easy to get a villain. Like, like, a, like and you know, they all say this, but to be a heel is so much easier. To get the crowd to be so behind you like he was, like, I don't know how you screw up Keith Lee. Yeah. This was a guy who legitimately, and I, I, I saw him when Raw came to Providence when he was Bearcat at the time, like, like, and it was just so depressing. It was like nobody cared when he was Bearcat, but like, he was such a big name, and they screwed him up the minute he went to Raw because they got rid of his song. His song was still yeah, the song the was the best thing. This this big guy rapping like he was like this older guy because I, I don't think he was that young. Um. He was around in like '09. I remember he was like one of the security guards during the Orton yeah. Triple H. Like you see that old footage, but like that got me so mad because it was like here's like legitimately someone who you have, who's everybody loved him, and you never gave him an opportunity. It's not like they even gave him a shot to be like, all right, like 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 Ryback. Like Ryback was over and they gave him a shot and he fell on his face. Like they didn't even give him a shot to fall, fall on his face. Yeah, and exactly, and he was over. Like he had, like you said, that Survivor Series. It came down to him, Seth, and Roman. And then it came down to him and Roman. Roman gave him the fist bump. Like yeah, just, Roman, you Roman he was, put him over. You thought he, you thought he was bred for success from that spot, and then the Rumble spot with Lesnar. It's like, yo, Keithley, just like that gun. You know, it's just they, like granted, they're getting some things right. Like the Riddle, I think they're getting right. I think they're doing they're, a little too much with Riddle sometimes, but Riddle. He's just I think kids just show him. still, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah they, and they it's, wanna... just, it's it's riddle himself. I think he's getting himself. But even like on like Damian Priest, like they're still doing good with him, and he's not losing. But he had that great entrance, the great music, all that, and now he's like this different character where he snaps and has different. He's music actually and... to me one of the ones where like like you said, it's different. It's not what he was. He was doing really good. With that being said, they changed him, and it's kind of wor- – like, I agree. I like the old Damian Priest, but, like, it's working where it's like, this isn't dumb. Like, the yeah, Keith Lee thing was dumb. dumb. Like, like Keith yeah. Lee was like, – like, to me, 
Priest was over, but like it wasn't anything where it's like they could like get bored with him in a minute. Keekly was legitimately over. So like I don't mind them switching him up, being like, hey, we're gonna try something a little different with you. Cause like it didn't kill his character completely. It took it in a different direction. So like I, I, I think they're doing way better now. I'm just getting sick of the roster cuts. I get it. Uh, you know, I think that Chad Khan or not Chad Khan, what's the guy? Nick Khan. No, Tony Khan's dead. There's too too many Khan. Chad Khan owns the Jaguars, and And then then Nick Khan's the one. I think that he never rubs me the right way, and learning now that he's probably going to be the guy to take over is kind of something that pisses me off. But, you know, like, that's where I think – He sucks because he's obviously part of this because he's like, we got to sell, we got to sell, make these kinds of cuts. But he's doing so many great things, too, at, like, the same time. Like, he's bringing in yeah. Bad Bunny. He's bringing in Bad Bunny. He brought in Migos. He's of these cool pay-per-view concepts. And, like, hey, Vince, maybe we should do pay-per-views on a Saturday instead, which I'm a fan of, personally, you know. Oh, I, I like that way better. Off. Yeah, I think – I mean, look like at – Like, the fact, like, it, in, like, like, the Rumble's on a Saturday this year. Now, granted, I'm in California, so the pay-per-views – Yeah, yeah, it's on Saturday this year. I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit, when yeah, is it? the 29th, which I love personally because it's Saturday's that, and then the next day's the NFC and AFC championship game. So That's why they had, all right, they had yeah. to do, because usually it's the Pro Bowl, but now the NFL moved that extra week in there. I was yeah, worried yeah. about that. I'm I'm really, because I, I forgot that the NFC, I always thought the NFC and the AFC was Saturday and Sunday, but it's not. Yeah. It's just Sunday. Yeah. So that that's a really good move on their part. I like that. Yeah, And, and- I think UFC proved that Saturday's probably better. I think AEW proved it. AEW AEW does a lot of Saturday shows too, and I think they enforced it. But UFC has been doing these multi like like these crazy buys. Their papers are always Saturday at like Vegas time, which is always like for me that's always like twelve o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, one in the morning. But we're all up watching, and UFC is a different. You can't compare UFC to WWE. But to me, I think yeah. them succeeding really showed. Hey, move this to set because obviously Sunday used to always be the prime time spot because of football. Football really showed that Sunday everyone has their eyes on a Sunday night show. Yeah, I just but, think it makes uh, sense on Saturday for the traveling perspective of it. Like so, like this year. Like granted, I stayed a little longer in Vegas for SummerSlam. But it would have been perfect. Like, granted, I live four hours from Vegas, so that's not like I don't see people driving maybe six, eight hours, right? But conveniently for me, left Friday after work. I got to Vegas late, but whatever. Like, I was there for that reason, that reason. Only. Yeah. Then the next morning, I picked up my boy from the airport, and then realistically, I could have just left the next day at like eleven or twelve. We stayed and we both left on Monday, but um, like it just it makes sense because like. Like I said, like I was saying, like, right now I'm in California, so pay-per-views start live. So, like, the pre-show here starts at 4, pay-per-views at 5, over by 839, which I love, you know. But if you're on the East Coast, as I know and you know, shows end around 11, 1130 when Mania was one night. The Mania we went to ended at, like, 1 in the morning. Like, yeah, like if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, like, have it on a Saturday. Have it Saturday. No, I agree. WrestleMania, too. Uh, WrestleMania, I, like I really. I night thing. I do I like hate the two night thing. thing. I only hate the two yeah. night thing because as someone like and you know you've been the rest. You went to the long WrestleMania, which was a pain in the ass. I I, oh, I went to long. I went to twenty eight and twenty nine, and those were masterfully done. Like it was perfect. 
and the time was perfect. I, I know it's a bigger brand. I don't like it being like a festival. I think WrestleMania is a Super Bowl, not a festival. And I think mm-hmm. that you need to do put it on one show because I think it kind of waters it down if you have 80 WrestleMania matches and it's divided into a two-night extract. I think it's fun, you know, if you have nothing going on that weekend. But I know, like, for us, like, last year, we missed night one because we had a big birthday. It was one of our friend's birthdays we had to go to. And, Mm -hmm. like, that was a Saturday night. And, like, we had to all stay off Twitter. And then we ended up watching. And I know, like, not everyone's in that position. But I just – I really hope it's not. And also for, the like, the average guest, it makes it so much more expensive. Because you have to buy yeah. two, like, yeah, you know, like that's two the tickets. Thing. You know, it's definitely one of them. You can buy WrestleMania night one ticket, but we'll give you night two for 30% off. And it's like, well, I'm already there. Yeah, exactly. But, like, also, like, I want to see, I don't want to go to just night one or night two. Like, if I'm at WrestleMania, one, I have to extend my stay. Because when I went to Mania in Miami, we went got there on the Saturday. And then we... Went sun. We watched Sunday. Came home Monday. I would have had to, based on my travel schedule, I would have had to leave an extra day. So that would have had to be an extra hotel night, and we would have had to pay for the extra mania ticket. And I also had really good seats at twenty. I, I didn't because I was behind the damn palm tree. But like I had, I <laughs> the, we they were technically good seats if the palm yeah. tree wasn't there. And uh, like I would have to buy that twice, and also. Mm-hmm. I think I bought 29. I'm pretty sure I bought that on StubHub. You're not getting a ticket package on StubHub. That's just some random guy seats who got the ticket package and charges extra. So that's the one thing I don't like about this whole two-night yeah, thing. No, that it makes I, it harder. And the thing I don't like, and it's smart on their end, is they don't announce what all the matches on each night. Because yeah, if so, that's that would too. that would do more. Because like a perfect example is this: it's in California next year, right? So if people come out here to come with me, with whatever. But I literally, I've been to SoFi this year without traffic. I can get there in an hour, like I'm that close. So yeah. it's like if I knew two weeks, three weeks, say two weeks, even go into the pay per view. If I knew I only wanted to go to night one because I knew the card, I would just buy tickets for that because then I can watch night two for my house. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the only match you can kind of predict is the main event, but like nobody expected, at least me, I did not think that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks would main event night one. Like, I, I didn't think that was. I liked it. I liked it, though. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a really mm-hmm. good. I thought it was not, I thought it was a really good moment. I I was pissed they main evented at first. I was like, damn, that should be Drew McIntyre. He got robbed, but you know, in hindsight, I think it was awesome, and I think that that was one of the highlights of the year. But like, nobody knew that. So like, let's say if like I'm a Bianca Belair fan or a Sasha Banks fan, and I'm like, oh, I really want to see that match. I I, I bought for night two, and all of a sudden they're main eventing night one. It's like what the frick? Like I didn't even know they would main event, let alone be on that card. So I agree. I think that. You have to at least announce that like two weeks in advance. Hey, I I just don't like. I want to go to the SoFi Stadium one, but like I don't know how I'm gonna do it if there's if it's a two night yeah. festival. What what I think would be cool with this working relationship between all the companies, if somehow I, not saying, but if somehow like because I don't know if you follow, but like a lot of times whatever WrestleMania is, a lot of indie shows or lower companies will do like big shows or in that area because they know people are in the area. I think it'd be kind of dope if somehow Mania went back to one night 
in AEW, even if it wasn't like their mania, just had a pay per view, say Saturday, in like an area, and then mania yeah. the next day, like kind of like how yeah, they used to do takeover, like how they used to do takeover what, right before. Like I think yeah, that'd be a cool part of a working relationship. Yeah, and I, I that's what I like. I think takeover was perfect because I remember like when. Like I, I really wish Takeover was the Saturday and WrestleMania was a Sunday because to me that was the better way to do a two night thing because you get the hardcore fan. Like when we went in nineteen and we did it, but we were like, oh, let's go do Takeover. That'd be cool. Yeah, that I should have went. I wanted to. I, I was so mad about that, and I thought that was where the two night works. And I agree, you could do an AEW. The only thing that sucks, like from like, and I guess again, it's not really. Are we're not in the business end, but a lot of those indie promotions do do that, and they build around WrestleMania where they book to Saturday. So if you have a massive show on Saturday, those shows don't get any attention. Yeah, no. But no, again, you you could yeah. So like that's the because you know, I I did I do remember like when I went to Miami like that was a big thing they hype up their WrestleMania like those indie shows really try to ride the coattail of the WrestleMania. Which is good because yeah. WrestleMania, it's for the brand and it's for the it's for the, the sake of the business. So like I think that that that's something that I always thought would be cool. But I agree. I think if you do an AEW show or like an Impact show, um, like just some small show, but like kind of make it like a mini big pay per view, like I think that'd be pretty cool. So now let me ask you this: I want to transition briefly into the Rumble, and then probably in like the next yeah. ten or so, we'll wrap it up. But um, so everyone's speculating title versus title. At Mania, right? But at the Rumble, now granted, we shit can happen the night of the show that we don't know what we could hear about. But the, right now, both titles are in singles matches at the Rumble. Who do you see winning the Men's Rumble this year? And you got to think, it's Brock and Bobby and Seth and Roman. Now, Seth yeah. and Bobby would probably be two favorites if they weren't in those title matches. Like, if Bobby wasn't fighting Lesnar, I would put money on Bobby to win the Rumble. So and Drew Drew's and, hurt. I don't know when he's coming back. I don't know the extent. I just know he's hurt. They wrote him off. I don't know if he'll be back for Rumble. Like I don't know the extent of the injury. So say take Drew out because if Drew's around and Drew, they have talked about Drew and Roman. But I, to be honest, I it's cool and all. I just don't want to see it yet. To be honest, like yeah, I thought Drew, that was I'd rather Armenian. see Drew. I don't want to see Drew be the one to beat Roman. Or if it is not at Mania, at least SummerSlam maybe. Like if someone's gonna beat Roman. I I'd rather it be Seth than him, but I'd say either like a Seth, a Bobby, Biggie, or like even Lesnar. Yeah, so that's where I'm gonna kind of go into where I think is gonna happen. I, so I actually did read something this morning, and supposedly before this whole debacle went on, and, and I, originally I read something different. Originally I read Biggie was winning the Fatal Four Way or whatever the heck it was. Triple yeah, then I heard four, Seth Fatal was Four Way. I just read that Seth was gonna win it. And I read that Seth was going to win it and set up for Seth versus uh, Big E or Kevin Owens or one, maybe a triple threat at Mania. That was going to be the WWE title. Brock and Roman were going to fight for the Universal. I also read today that Brock and Roman are on for a title match, but it probably at WrestleMania, that's the plan, but it won't be title versus title. I so that intrigue. That intrigues me because if you look at that other statement, you have Brock and Lashley. Lashley's not involved in any of these earlier plans. So, like, right now are two WrestleMania main events. 
uh, that that supposedly they are planning. Uh, Brock and uh, Brock and Roman, and then Seth Rollins with a title versus either Big E or Kevin Owens. I don't know how or Triple. I don't know how you do Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens two heels. So based on what we have laid out, that would mean that. Bobby would have to lose to Brock because he's not involved in those title plans. Seth would take the Universal title to Raw, and Big E would win the Rumble. And you'd have Big E or Kevin Owens wins the Rumble, and somehow Big E gets involved. You do Big E versus Seth, maybe have Kevin Owens involved, and you have a titleless Roman versus the WWE. Because the WWE title can go to – he's a free agent. He can go to SmackDown, yeah. and then you could move the, the Universal title to Raw – to me, you know, I think Roman's done a lot with the Universal title, but I wish it was the WWE because to me, the WWE title, the, that's the gold standard. It's kind of yeah, taking a backseat. Yeah, yeah, it does take a backseat, which it shouldn't. It's the title. It shouldn't. I, I wish it wasn't the Universal. I wish it was the World Heavyweight title. I think those were the only yeah. two belts that could, like, kind of, like, swap, like, who was the better. Like, because it was mm-hmm. – I just thought that would – again, that, that's an argument for another day. I wouldn't want to see Roman lose on the Rumble just because, especially to a heel like Seth, because I think that you built him so big where you could really build a baby face to beat him. Um, But that's kind of the layout that it seems like they're playing. Unless Seth wins the Universal title at the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view or Big E wins it back, I could see Big E winning the Rumble. He's a big baby face. Um I could see Kevin Owens potentially winning only because a heel hasn't won it in so long. Um, but I don't really know. Like I, I the only I think, other thing I, I could think, see, yeah. so I think Roman is going to, I think Bobby's walking out as champion and maybe this is because I want it. I think it honestly, I thought that until things, today, this is one of the things though, where match card placement means something. Yeah, you know, it does. It totally, <laughs> yep. Because that so was my I, think, I, I had so I'll many predictions if, until today. So if Roman and Seth fight before Bobby and Brock, I think Bobby wins. Because Roman and Seth will just have their match. Brock's not going to interfere because Brock's like the face. Roman yeah. wins. And then Roman fucks Lesnar out of the title. And it looks good because Bobby wins, right? Regardless, Bobby wins. You can say, well, he and Bobby, regardless of the end of the day, Bobby beat Brock. And Brock, you're, we already know how Brock is. He's not going to worry about Lashley. He lost the title. He's just going to have his eyes on Roman. He's so going to go to the Rumble. Out of this. That's how you get out of that. Yeah, or he could yeah, and enter the Rumble and win the Rumble, which I'd be – this current Brock, I'd be content with winning well, the Rumble. Brock also only won <laughs> the Rumble once, and mm-hmm. typically the new setup is you win the Rumble multiple times if you're like a, a big name, like an Orton or – And the, and the thing is, Brock. they have not built anyone up to win the Rumble. Like they did good with Drew. Yeah, like I can't up. see they, I they can't see Biggie. They did, they did good with – just like last year. They didn't build anyone up. Edge came back from injury. It was the perfect person to win. You know what I mean? And it worked out. They made him go number one. So you kind of forget about Benoit. But, uh, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's the thing. Like, they have no, like, no one. Like I said, who's not, if you keep just the four men who are the champions and contenders out of the match, they have no one. Unless Drew, it's like an outside Drew's not, guy. Drew's not, Drew's not good enough on a roll to win. It has to be Big E, which I'd be cool with. Big but e Drew can't win it Drew this close to his other one. 
Yeah, and um, I'd be very content with Big E winning. I love Big E. So if Big E won, I'm going to be celebrating. I'm going to be happy. But it's just, eh. I don't see him winning it because <laughs> as big as Big E is, and I, I think Big E could be your next scene. I think he has the, the charisma yeah. to do it. Um, I think Look at he's all the over as a baby face. He did he did yeah, I, I love Big work. E. It, He's my favorite guy right now, honestly. I think yeah. I was pissed when he lost. I understood why he lost, but I was kind of pissed about yeah. that. I would like to see Big E win it, but I think you're right. I think from an entertainment standpoint of clearly you want the Royal Rumble winner to be a main event. You don't want the Royal Rumble. And, you know, for a little while there was a time where, like, random guys were winning the Rumble, like like Sheamus. Like, it's like, oh, Sheamus won. He's going to fight Daniel Bryan at the beginning of the card. But you want the Royal Rumble. All eyes are on the Rumble. I, that was one of my, I have like, it's like, you know, when Avengers Infinity War, when Doctor Strange sees the future, like 13 million times, he's like, oh, I saw all these out. Like, that's how I feel right now with the Rumble, (laughs) where I could see like what you said, where I just don't see Roman losing the title at the Rumble. No. I see him losing it at WrestleMania. He could, he could lose it. And, And I could see too, the opposite where Roman loses to Seth. Brock wins, and Roman goes and wins the Rumble. Because Roman's only won it once, too. He's only won the Royal Rumble once, and he's due for another. We all know, like, those guys win it twice. So I could see Mm -hmm. that situation playing out in both ways where I could see it more where Lashley – I could see it more where Roman screws uh, Lesnar and Lashley wins. Brock wins the Rumble. Because Lashley's a heel, too. Lashley's a heel. Don't forget that. He's kind of edging transition now, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's transitioning. But I just don't know who Lashley would fight at main. Like th- then you get in the situation where what the hell's going on with the W? At least in the Rollins situation. Because I wanted to see Rollins and Big E straight up. When they I was at that Raw when not the one where he won the contract. I was at the one where uh um like right after that, where like he was celebrating that he was a number one contender. Yeah. I think that Rollins and Big E is such a great dynamic. I think that even Kevin Owens and Big E, I think, is a great dynamic. I would love to see them do something with the W. And that was what yeah, kind of I would, me I off would think they would do the Fatal 4-Way, but they just did that literally on Raw to determine the contender. So what I think they might do, which I would like, I'd like to see Big E and Lashley, and then you can have Owens and Rollins maybe feud because they're acting as friends now. But granted, they just did that match at two. They mean evented it two years ago, yeah. I mean, so, no one was watching, but they yeah, did it. yeah, it was it was the twenty twenty one. So like, I think it's yeah. one of them. You can and it's one of them once again where just like last year Mania out of nowhere they did Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, but you know it's going to be a good match. So it was, they, yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. Which I think, which I think they might go that route again. You know, because, like, I don't know. I just feel you can't make it a fatal four-way just You know, because... it's kind of crazy because, like, I think that this year's mania, like, technically, you. I know we were arguing, and I won't go too deep back into that, but, like, there are so little matches that are, like, kind of set up. You could have it as one night. Like you said, like, you could have, like, like you don't have a lot of stars because they cut everyone. You don't have a lot of guys. You have, you have a lot. You have the girls, too. That wasn't a thing. You know, the, the woman usually used to have one match. Now you could arguably get four or five matches out of the woman. Um, yeah. Because you, you already know women-wise, you're going to have – I think Sasha, they said she's hurt, but I think she's going to be back. I think she could even be in the Rumble. Sasha and Charlotte, and then I think Bianca and Becky. And maybe Bianca and Becky, back, you throw Bailey in there somewhere. Or Alexa and Becky. 
Yeah, I we'll see what they Bianca do. Bianca and Becky Alexa makes more sense. We don't know what the hell. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't think she's coming back as the um the fiend or whatever. She might. I, I mean, I don't know. Little, I hope she comes back as like the prior Alexa Bliss. Like yeah, so that's why I don't. I, I have no idea what they're gonna do there. I was kind of thinking like the, the problem. I, I would have liked if you know Bianca Belair's on on Raw, so it would have been cool to see her fight Charlotte, but. You've been hyping up that feud with Bianca and Becky. I guess you kind of have to have Bianca get her, her win, beat Becky at Mania. Um, you know, Sasha would have been great to have fight Charlotte. They never fought one-on-one at WrestleMania. I still, they were I, still at, think they're, I still think they're gonna. I just hope Sasha surprises everyone from injury and fights in the Rumble. I want Sasha to win the Rumble. Yeah, because who else is going to win the Rumble? You can't have Bianca Belair win it. You could have her well, do it two years in a row. Stone Cold. But like... no, was it Stone Cold? Or, no, Stone You know what's crazy, actually? Yeah, I think about it. For four years in a row, it was HBK, HBK, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. So they... No that was only when they had one Rumble. So I guess <laughs> they could do Bianca back-to-back. And yeah, exactly, you could do that. One of them, if, it, if, you, if you plan on putting pen to paper, Bianca and Sasha as the contenders, and Sasha's hurt, yeah, you could. I mean, technically, if you think about it, um, if you do that, just check my. Oh yeah, I got good battery. Um, technically, if you do that, yeah, I mean, there's always that outlier year, like CM Punk won Money in the Bank two years in a row. No one complained. I don't think anyone would complain if Bianca wins it two years in a row. Nah. I'm sold on nah, that. I think yeah, she's 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 at that point where she's over where she can't. Yeah, exactly. It's like like if Daniel Bryan won four Royal Rumbles in a row, I don't think anyone would be pissed about that. No, and maybe they would. They after wanted. The third they want perfect example. Yeah, they wanted him in 2014. He wasn't even in the match. Yeah, then exactly. he ends up winning the title at Mania, which is great. And then next year, 15. he got eliminated early into the Rumble. Not even at the end. Early into the Rumble. Yeah, really early. Which was smart on WWE's end to not make Roman that was, even there worse. There was a reason. For, that. Yeah, that, yeah. There was a reason for that. Then, and if I bet you, if he wasn't injured in 2016, they would have been clamoring for him again. Yeah, and then, yeah, he retired right before the rum, or right yeah, after, and then, I forget what it was. Yeah, and then 2018, he didn't get cleared till after, and then 2019, he was the champ, so he wasn't in a Yeah, rumble. 19, and yeah, 2020, so. And 2020, he went for the title against the Fiend. But he, yeah, yeah he right. was in it this year. He was in it this year, but there was a dun, the Thunderdome, so you can't really say who the Yeah, exactly. Was that ever. was kind of like the cra- – yeah, because he, he did well in that one. Yeah, he yeah, he went far. I think yeah. it came down to like yeah, him, he... Edge, Christian. I'm gonna rewatch Randy. that one. It sucks because it was I in the Thunderdome. I actually did the other well. day. I remember we watched the 2021 and, and we were pissed, but that well, you weren't pissed. You were pumped when Lesnar just eliminated everyone. But that was yeah, probably the best Rumble in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I watched that I... back a bunch of well, because I like that part. You gotta love the Edge homecoming. You know what I mean? Drew yeah. was very over at that time. They did they yeah. did very good with that one, but there's been some that was... rumbles. 20, in my opinion, the, the 19 one was terrible. And, and the right guy won. Rollins won that one, but it, there was nothing special. I don't remember a thing about that one. The 18, I like 18. was good with Nakamura. I thought 18 was good because it had the moments. And I thought that 18 was really cool. It just, you know, you look at some of those rumbles, it's like what they did after kind of kills what the rumble actually was. Like, it's like. Like how the Del Rio. Rio won the four. I was at, that was the one I went. I was at that rumble, and it's like, like yeah. that was that wasn't a bad rumble at the time, but like then you look in hindsight, it's like shit. Like none of these guys did anything. Yeah, 
No, not at all. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here. You know, we'll try to get together again in a a few weeks, maybe. If you're not working the day of the rumble, we'll try to do a pre-show. Yeah, no, I said if you want to do the rumble or even the day, well, not the day after, but the week after to recap. Um, you know, you you, you yeah, got, yeah, yeah. My schedule yeah, is a lot uh, more free. Yeah, so we'll we'll look into that. Um, thanks for joining me today. I'll give you a second if you want to plug yourself on Twitter for people who are listening, if they'd like to follow you. I don't really think I have much of a plug, to be honest. Yeah. I guess you want to follow me at Jordan Valella, but a lot of it's just tweets about how much I can't stand pharmacy sometimes. <laughs> that and, Not as that much, and how much yeah, that yeah, and, and the, the Miami and the Dolphins. Dolphins organization. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have some good birthday tweets, but like I don't think anyone's no, going to understand that. Hey, for, anyone listening, <laughs> for anyone listening or who does listen, this man is the king. The king of the birthday tweets. He made me yeah, I guess twenty four seven champion on Roman's body. He last year made a petition for me to join the Firefly Funhouse. He does he does some really, yeah, really, really uh, creative and good things, you know. I guess that's the only unentertaining thing I have, but like I said, if you can get past all the, the complaining about the Miami Dolphins being a pretty crappy football organization and and pharmacy having some ups and downs as a career, then yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, again, uh, all things I do love. I love pharmacy and I love the dolphins. So sometimes you complain about the stuff you love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, wrestling too. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, so as my little thing, I always say, just follow the name on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us today, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone.